welcome to Run With Purpose. This is episode number 18. For those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores, and I'm so very glad that you found this podcast. This is going to be a pretty good episode. You probably need some context behind some stuff, though, so that'll we'll get to that. But would love if you subscribe to the podcast, and you can always reach out to me on all of the socials at flores.run, Facebook and Instagram. Those are the only socials that I use because Twitter is, I don't know, Twitter can be great. It has its purposes, uh, just not what I want. It's way too much like daily checking. Um, And yeah, that's not like, not even daily checking, like hourly checking almost. I just realized I have a hole in my pants. That's not good. Side note, welcome to the podcast. Um, Yeah, this week, um, as far as like a weekly catch up, it's actually talking about the topic that I wanted to talk about this week, which is the lapathon. So uh, for returning listeners, you guys know I've been planning out this lapathon, which is basically a six hour run um, around a track for uh, Team BMC, the Boston Medical Center, just doing, you know, having people pledge per lap. Um, the more laps I run, the more money I raise was basically the idea of the lapathon. And this was just, so what's today? Today is the 15th. It was yesterday. Yeah, man, I'm already losing track. And it was literally yesterday. Um, it was yesterday, uh, at a track in Worthington at a middle school and it was a fantastic day. I kind of wanted to talk about the whole process. I only gave bits and pieces, um, during the whole process of when I was planning it and that sort of thing, just little snippets on the show. And then I did some videos and stuff like that, that I posted on Facebook, but I thought it'd be really cool to kind of just give some background into everything and then kind of go in and how the day went. Spoiler alert, went amazing. Um, but a little bit of the background of it is obviously I, um, was selected for team BMC, which I was super stoked for, um, to be able to, uh, run for the team, have the opportunity to run the Boston marathon, um, which I didn't think was going to happen because I had already been denied by a few charities. And I was like, well, this sucks, but, um, was able to get some contacts and make it work. And I'm super excited to run for them because they have a great vision and they're doing great things, not only in the Boston area, but uh, throughout the U S as well. Um, Let's adjust this microphone. Boom. Um, so the Lapathon itself, the idea, I had this idea for Pelotonia actually. So I don't know, in the summer I was like, Hey, maybe I'll do this kind of like running thing, run on a track, raise some money. And the problem is that it didn't really equate right. You know, Pelotonia being a bike race, it was hard for me to kind of get a little bit of support going behind it. So I just threw some feelers, feelers out there and no one really bit on it. So I said, you know what, I'm going to can this idea, maybe do it another time. And it worked out that I could do it here for uh, team BMC. So the idea was, Hey, find a track. Um, initially I was thinking about 12 hours. I'm like, 12 hours is kind of tough, especially from like a training aspect, like being able to build up to that money, hours of running. Um, it just seemed not like a smart idea. I know every like six hours isn't a smart idea on a track when you don't, the longest I've ever run on a track is an hour. And that was, uh, what, four weeks ago. Um, but I was like, you know what doing 12 is, is even stupider. So six it was, and you know, playing this out and really just put things out there to, to have people pledge and donate. And, um, it was a slow start to, to get some of those donations and pledges. I had to, it took a little more explaining, I think of how the process worked. People weren't really understanding what I was doing and that's kind of my fault, I think, but got a decent amount of pledges. I think it was like $7 and 64 cents, um, per lap is what was ended up pledged at the end. 
and which was, was awesome. Um, you know, we had a, a decent push towards the end, but it was, it was very nice to see people get behind me on that. And I like the per lap thing. Cause it was like, I was earning it, you know, and rather than asking people for a flat donation, instead of being like, Hey, give me $60. Like, no, give me 50 cents per lap and make me earn those 50 cents. And, um, you know, kind of flat going forward a little bit. It was nice. Like during the run, to, you know, know every 10 miles or whatever, it's like, boom, there's another 70 bucks, boom, another $70 and, or 10 laps. I say 10 miles, 10 laps, every 10 laps, um, you know, another $70. So it was pretty cool to have that experience, um, during the rate, the run as well to kind of, I don't know, put it back and forth, but getting ahead of myself. So Friday, um, I woke up with a bummed neck. And when I say bum neck, I mean, I could not turn my head to the left. I don't know if I slept weird, pinched something. I, I had these every once in a while. They've been more frequent and I don't know if it's with the, um, the lipoma that's on my back. That's kind of pushing against some stuff. It's not that low. So I don't know if that's affecting it or what it is, but I woke up and stinging pain up my shoulder blade and my neck. So I can't turn my neck. I'm like, this is not good because I need to run tomorrow. And yeah, and you kind of need your neck to be able to, you know, look around and your arms are moving back and forth. And it was a little worrisome, but I, you know, I had some, got some biofreeze, you know, applied that accordingly. And then while I was at work, I'd basically treated it, you know, pre-race kind of stuff. So ton of Cheerios, my bagels, you know, the jelly, you know, entire carton of cranberry juice, just trying to get in as many carbs as possible. We actually had shrimp and grits at work and I was like, mm, this doesn't really fit in the diet, but you know what? It sounds amazing. So I'm going to do it anyways. Um, so yeah, I just went through the typical pre-race nutrition routine and then, um, you know, had in the evening had pasta and that sort of thing. Ate way too much pasta. Um, not surprising at all. Anytime I make it, Kayla makes it, it's like the exact amount I need to have. And when I make it, it's way too much. It's always way too many noodles and not enough sauce. That's why, you know, she's a savior and she helps me with, with planning my life. Cause apparently it's hard for me to adult apparently. Um, so yeah, I did all that was in bed at a relatively decent time. I think I had a bit at like nine, um, I was starting to run at 8am. I was doing eight to two. So I'm like, nine's plenty fine. I got to wake up at five to feed Bella. And I woke up and I still had a little bit of stiff pain in the neck. It wasn't as bad, but it definitely was still very noticeable in there. And I was like, well, you know what? I was able to manage it through the day, but I was like, I'm hoping it just like goes away while I'm running weird that, you know, it's like, Hey, put, put your body through more physical strain and somehow things will get better. I don't know. This is the way I think. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. In this case, it actually worked, but, um, and then basically taking care of Bell in the morning as usual. And then I made some food. So I made a couple PB and J's, uh, boiled some potatoes and salt water. I had bought potato chips, pretzels, a little bit of soda. I basically was prepping for like a homemade aid station, um, on the track so I could always have what I needed whenever I needed it. So did all the, the course favorites, you know, the, Sour Patch Kids, the like I said, the potato chips, the pretzels. Um, what else have I had? Honey Singer waffles, gels. Um, I think that's it. Had like some scratch and Powerade water and that sort of thing. But a little had a little bit of everything. So I prepped all of that, got that ready, and then you know packed the car. And <laughs> the weather in the morning was just garbage. It was like rain slash sleet. It was supposed to rain a lot harder, which was nice that it didn't. It, it was pretty light because I think it was turning into snow. We had a little snow flurries, but it wasn't crazy, but we're making it out and, you know, we're packing the car and everything's soaked out. And I just looked at Kayla as we're driving. I go, well, at least it makes for a good story. Right. And she's like, you always say that. I'm like, well, it's mostly true. People are like, that's stupid. But you know, at least it's a story that I get to tell. And, um, yeah, 
why not? You know, special kind of stupid is what I say. Um, but yeah, we got to, to the track. Um, luckily there wasn't anything happening at the track. Nothing should have been happening, but I didn't, I had this worry that I was going to be surprised that something was actually going down at the track and we weren't going to be able to use it and going to have to find a separate track. But, um, got there, I helped Kayla. We have this like canopy tent thing, help her get that down, get that set up. And then I was like, crap, I wanted to start right at eight. And it was like seven 58. I'm like, I need to do stuff. And I'm like, you're playing my typical freak out, freak out before races or long runs. And she's like, don't worry about it. Just get your stuff you need and start running and I'll get the rest of it. I'm like, you, thank you so much. Get my shoes on, do whatever, take a pee in the woods. There's like six deer just staring at me. I'm like, Hey deers, how's it? Hey deer. I said deers, didn't I? Hey deer, how's it going? Um, and about that time, Chad had pulled up um, and he was going to run the first part of it with me. I didn't know how long he was going to stay with me. Um, he said he was going to try to stay six to eight, but you know, doing loops, I, I can imagine it's not very fun. So um, we started about eight oh, I think it was like eight oh four ish. So a few minutes late, but I was like, you know what? We'll just, I'll run for six hours. Whatever six hours is, that's when I stopped the watch and however many completed laps, that's what I did. So yeah, we, we started running. Um, the counting the laps was a fun thing that I didn't really think of, of how I was going to do it. So I basically just used the lap button on my watch. Um, Coros has a lap functionality of where it kind of, you pick the lane you're going to run in and it kind of absorbs your run to that, to meet that exact distance. Um, the only thing I didn't want to do with that is I knew I was going to be drifting here and there, you know, going into the aid station area if I needed to use the restroom, like all of that stuff, I didn't want it to like go like weird out because I left that lap. So I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to do it. I'm just every single time I'm going to click the, the, the button, which eventually started getting old just from counting the buttons. But, but yeah, we started making our laps. It was funny. The first few laps, Kayla, we would get around. She's like one, two. I'm like, no, please. This is going to be a very long day if you keep doing that. Um, but in the time Chad and I are running, just catching up, Kayla's setting up the entire table with the food and all that stuff. And there's pictures on, on Facebook and Instagram about this. And I'm going to post some more as well. Um, uh, get to later. We had someone come out and take pictures, uh, as well, which is super great. But Chad and I were counting the laps and we we're having some like fun, um, antics back and forth with the laps of like high five and like sixes. I don't remember what all there were. Um, we get like 13. He's like, we're a teenager now. Um, but every 10 laps, um, initially it was going to be every hour. I was going to switch directions. Chad and I were talking about it. And he's like, maybe you should do laps considering like your goal is laps. And my goal was 30 miles or 120 laps. So I was like, ah, that makes sense. I should probably do laps instead. So make it easy on us. We basically said every 10 laps, I was going to switch directions. And then every 20 laps, I was going to walk a lap, kind of just build in walk breaks because running that kind of distance on a flat ish trail or track, it was actually a little elevated on one side, but um, you need to take walk breaks sometimes, especially when you're doing the circles and that sort of thing, just to break it up. So I needed to like force myself to do it. And it just seemed that's a good way of doing it. Um, there were, there were some like hawks and stuff. There was hawks and crows, like in the first few laps, like crowing at us or like making noise and all this stuff. And we're just like, we're not dead yet. Okay. So you need to get off of this, you know, get off, we'll get away from the track uh, and leave us alone. And the Hawk was actually sitting right on the flagpole. And every time we would go by, it would like squawk at us. And I'm like, no, thank you. I do not want this at all. Um, eventually went away and we just got over it. But 
but yeah, we we're going pretty well. Chad did, like I said, he ended up doing eight with us, um, or eight with me. Um, so 32 laps, he was like, I can't do anymore. I'm like, that's fine, man. I understand. Like I was giving him crap to begin with, but I'm like, I appreciate you being out here at all to start this run with me. Cause it was, you'd be kind of boring by myself. But, um, after he had left, um, I had about five or six miles on my own. Um, in those, I actually, there were the fastest miles the entire time. I don't know if it's just like I was able to open up my, my gate or the rain stopped a little bit, or I don't know, maybe the caffeine kicked in from the gels. It, it's hard to say what actually happened, but I felt really, really good. Um, it was moving at a really good pace. I had a cut like quite a few miles under nine minute miles. Um, I had one in the middle of there that had the walk lap. So it was like an 11 minute, but even then I'm like, you know, run a, run a mile or run that piece and walk a lap and still have an 11, um, minute mile. I'm like, that's, that's not terrible. Um, yeah, just moving, moving, moving. Um, you know, the legs, legs felt great in it. My, my goal again was the 30 miles, but my timing breakdown was I wanted to get the first 15 miles in, in two and a half hours. Um, and then have three and a half hours to do the last 15 because I knew I was going to feel not the best towards the end of the run. And I'd rather not be like pushing against myself knowing I had plenty of time to, you know, at least get the 30 miles that I wanted to get. So, um, set pretty, set pretty good on pace to that. Um, around that time, um, my buddy Josh showed up, which was super great. And I saw him like walking in and he's like talking to Kayla. And then like, I take like another lap and then my buddy Jamie's right there too. I'm like, Oh crap. Like I didn't even know he was coming out. Um, so he like hopped the fence, was talking to Kayla and stuff. And then after like one or two laps, Josh joined up with me. Um, and while Jamie was just talking to Kayla, catching up and that sort of thing. And then Jamie joined in and it was just really good, you know, catching up. I hadn't talked to, to them really in a long time. Um, so it's good catching up, hearing about races that are going up and all of this stuff, just, you know, making the laps, you know, loop by loop by loop. Um, there were a couple laps that I forgot to hit the counter. So like I hit it the next time and it said like half a mile. I'm like, no, that's not it. So I had to hit it again to kind of make sure the lap counter was exactly where it needed to be. But don't worry. I hit the laps. I said I did. You can see all of the data online. I made sure I uploaded it all. Um, uh, and then during like the walking laps, Josh would walk with me while I would eat. Um, but the, uh, actually I should go back. Like Kayla also walked with me earlier. Kayla was a savior through all of this stuff. Um, I'll get to that here in a moment, or maybe it'll just be at the end talking about how amazing she was the entire time. Um, uh, but any laps I had to walk, Jamie was running. So he he's trained for, um, quest quest for the crest, something like that. I don't know how long it is. I want to say it's a hundred miler. It's a nuts race. Um, down South, but he was training for that. He was only going to come out for two miles. So just, you know, eight laps on the track and then go to high banks and finish his run. And he ended up staying, I think he got like 10 or 11 miles in. It was great catching up with him and just be having that extra time was super great. And these guys, you know, they're, they're, they were pushing the pace, which was nice. They were keeping me accountable to a decent pace, not like making me go too hard, but it was keeping me because they were fresh. I was able to try to keep up with them and, you know, they were having a conversation. I was able just to like to, to listen and be part of it here and there, but really just focus in on the pace and knock down miles much faster than I would have if I was by myself. Um, 
And then while we were running, uh, a buddy named Stuart, he's a great photographer. He helps photograph most of the possum races and other races, uh, local in the area, but he does also like landscape and, and nature photography and all that stuff too. Um, uh, I think I said the name of Stuart already. I don't know if I said that, but Stuart, I want to make sure he gets credit for it, but he took some pictures of us running, um, some really good pictures, some laughing ones, some action ones. He came right around when Jamie was leaving. So Jamie left around mile a hundred or mile lap a hundred. I did not run hundred miles. He left her on lap 100 and Stuart was there just before that, took some pictures of all three of us and then just of Josh and I. And um, it was just nice seeing him out there. So you know, thanks Stuart, for, for making, making it out there. And um, yeah, and then Josh stuck it out. He stuck out the rest of the, um, the, the run. Um, you know, when I walked, he walked. When I ran, he ran. I think he had to go pee one time. So he went, ran into the school. Um, but other than that, he was like hanging out. We were just catching up and that sort of thing. And um, we were, you know, more walking towards the end. It's like, I knew, I knew I was hitting the goals. I think I hit marathon at like 4:45, and I was like, I got plenty of time to do this. No reason to like hurt myself. Um, and then we got to a point I was like, well, maybe we should try to at least get 50 K. So at that point I was like, okay, maybe we need to run the straightaways and walk the curve. So that's what we did. It was a nice little breakup of going back and forth. And then, um, with about five minutes left, I was like, we were coming in. It was like just under five minutes. I'm like, Hey, we need to get two more laps in like, you know, push it, make it happen, like suck it up, get it done. Um, and the first lap came in, I think we did it like two eighteen, And then I realized like, Oh crap, we need to do this one like under two minutes in order to hit, like to get this last lap in. And it was ended up being the fastest lap of the day, uh, was my last lap. And I think I hit like I want to say it was like in the seven thirties, I think was my pace for that lap, which obviously is not like blazing fast in like some like fast track a- aspects of it. But after, you know, as many laps as met as after six hours on a track to be able to put that down, I was very, very proud of myself. And, uh, I took off from Josh. He's like, my legs are heavy. That was like the most running he's done in like the last month, uh, combined <laughs> in a single day. So I appreciate him being out there. I think he did end up like 16 and a half miles or something like that, which is just nuts again on a track. So stupid, but in the entire day we ended up doing 126 laps. Um, and then my watch GPS showed over 32 miles ran. Um, if you just count quarter mile laps, it's technically 31 and a half, but obviously I didn't sit like in the middle of that lane. The whole, I don't know if it's the middle lane or if it's an inside line. That's technically the 400 meters regardless, 126 laps, 32 miles. It was just an amazing day. Like I said, the weather, you know, was what, what is what it was, you know, I've talked about this before is you, you got to run the race you're given. And that's the weather that was given. And that's what we were going to do. And, um, with those laps and all of that, um, with the pledges and some extra donations raised $996, um, which is fantastic. Even better. Josh's company is going to be matching that. So it's doubling up super excited about that. It's just an amazing event. So I just wanted to thank like everyone that ran with me, Stuart that came out and take photos, but I really wanted to give a special shout out to Kayla. I know she's not going to listen to this because she doesn't listen to the podcast. She doesn't really listen to podcasts. Um, but she sat around. I initially, I told her, I was like, Hey, she's like, I'm going to sit around all day. I'm like, don't do that. You can help me set up the stuff. You can come back home, do whatever. And then just come back, you know, after lunch or something like that. She's like, Oh, maybe I'll do that. And then she came out and then she helped set up the the canopy, put the walls on it, put the food out, did all that stuff. And she's like, oh, I'll just hang out. Then she would like walk a little bit or, you know, doing like little like warm ups to get her body warm. Um, and then, but every lap she's like, I said, counting them or 
is there anything you need? Anything you need on the next lap? She was getting me food, getting me chips, preparing my drinks that I needed to mix, all that stuff, doing all of this stuff. And I'm like, you should not be here. You should be home. And I felt so bad for her. But like every time I'm like, she doesn't, she deserves a raise. Like just from me in general. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't, she was a trooper. And I'm just so, so thankful that she basically sat around from eight until two. And not only did she set everything up, she also tore everything down. So as we were winding down, she's like, hey, do you need more nutrition? I'm like, oh, I'll need X, Y, and Z. So she left that out, brought everything else back, packed up the canopy tent, put it all in the car, packed up everything that we needed. So literally when I got done with that last lap, there was my backpack and the table and like a bag of trash. That's it. She had cleaned everything else up. I'm like, you, oh, this is, this is ridiculous. And then I get home and then she like warms up lunch or warms up food for me. And yeah, I just don't deserve her. But I mean, that's very obvious to anyone that knows us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks so much, babe, for for, for the food, the mental support, everything I needed to get through that. There's no way I would be able to get out, get through it without you. And, um, yeah, uh, crazy event, crazy fun. Uh, I can definitely mark it off the list of things I have done and also off the list of things that I will probably never do again. Um, it was a great time, but it's a lot of work. It was a tough time. And yeah, I don't want to circle that track anymore. It's going to be, it's going to be hard to get back out there and do some track work, but yeah, that's it for this episode. I just wanted to kind of talk about what happened in that event. Um, and thank you everyone that supported it financially or was there and that sort of thing. Um, as always, you can reach out to me on social media everywhere at flores.run. Uh, would love you subscribe or leave a review for the podcast. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you can, you can subscribe to it as well. Um, all of it's super helpful. The more people subscribe, more people leave reviews, the more people can find the show, which is kind of the point of this, you know, share stories like this and talk about some crazy, crazy stuff that I do. You can visit my website at www flores.run. I've got to get these race reports up. I'm too behind, but you know, that's how it works sometimes. But thank you so much for joining me today. Remember to keep running with purpose one step at a time and we'll see you guys next week.